Yep, it's that time again. Time for the podcast that loves the kids. Dallas Fires Club. I don't got no kids. Man, no kids. Got a lot of kids. Trick lot of kids. He do. Wu Tang does it for them. They're for the children. They They do that. They do that. And we're about that too. You know, at least co signing. So that was Bias Club, Jordan Amati. Yes, that's Patrick me. Gallagher. What, what? And myself, Blake Higgerson. It's a sports talk uh, podcast that uh, has a little bit of a Dallas vibe to it. It's a vibe. Don't get me wrong. We talk some other stuff. Talk some other stuff. Like, uh, you know, I'm sure we will talk about the newest uh, NFL uh, team to be on the Hard Knocks. Which, oh, man, huh, that's going to be something. But before we get into any of that business, gentlemen, it's been a little bit. Uh, you know, kind of initially... We're going to talk a little bit about the 4th of July, so talk the 4th and more. What do you got, guys? How, how was your holiday? Oh, man, mine was actually pretty busy. So the day after we did our show, uh, I went and saw Dave Chappelle at Dickie's. Ooh! Uh, Mar- me and Mary did it last minute. Shout out to the homie Patrick right here, because Patrick called me at like 5-something in the morning. Or, and I'm just like, I'm up, but I'm, I'm going to ignore this. <laughs> but then I looked at it, and it was just like, hey, in case you're up, Chappelle's selling tickets for Dickie's right now. So, so it was just a, hey, tickets, and then we're doing it right now. Like I, just a, so. I happened to see it on Facebook and was like, oh. It was just a pop-up show. They announced like a new show, a, a, a new date on his tour, and I was like, mm, I know somebody who'd want to go to this. Nice. It's a me. It's a me. How much, if you don't mind asking, how much were the tickets for? Uh, parking, me and Mary, uh, I think we ended up with at 235 Okay. Yeah, two thirty-five. So wasn't bad, you know. To me, that's a bucket list comedian. Oh, hundred percent. But I mean, there's just opportunity to see a guy like I've seen a lot of good shows that they use for cheap, and then I've seen lately a bunch of trash shows that are going on there for expensive. Like uh, Kid Rock was like Uh, trying to be like the lowest price to see Kid Rock was like a hundred bucks. I'm like, yep. Yeah, but (laughs) as far as uh, you know, my favorite comedians out there, really out like you know, Chris Rock is more of a bucket list type comedian as well. Uh, but uh, I was thinking, as far as guys out there, I did want to see Gerard Carmichael, but I want him to come back to where where your material is about your material. It's about you being funny and not about, you, you know, we get it, you, you're gay, and you, you want to <laughs> tell us that you're gay, and, and you know, you want to unbutton your shirts all the way down to your belly button, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But I want it to go back to the jokes whenever you're one of the funniest comedians out there. So Gerard Carmichael's a guy I'd like to see, Chris Rock, and I think after that, I'm good. Right on. Good. Right on. Uh, but the, after that, went and went to Jeff's house out in Forney uh, with the homies. You know, uh, usual suspects. A lot of the guys that work up here at the company. Uh, you know, he did it right because it was Lamicha County barbecue. You know, all the meat Oof. from Lamicha County. Yeah. You got because you know you can't season it like they do. Uh, and then uh, ended up going to the Perot Museum with uh, it was me, Mary, and we met up with Duckett and Sam uh, yeah. that Monday. So. How was the Perot Museum? Uh, it was it was cool. Uh, me and Mary actually went to the Pixar part of it. Uh, See, I've heard of it, and I, I didn't because everyone just says the Perot Museum. I didn't know it was the Perot Museum of Natural Science and History. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just it's like a Perot. I, I, well, I just didn't know. I mean, it was like well, the, you know, it's kind of cool that we got two Natural Science History museums like just on you know. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, and you know, it's just I haven't been to the Perot since I want to say since before COVID. See, I've never been, and you know, I'm trying to find stuff that whenever we had the kid in town, like oh, yeah. for reasons to go to Dallas. I mean, we've got tons of reasons to go to Fort Worth, but it's hard for me to find reasons to go Perot's to Dallas. And, yeah, and, well, I'll, uh, I'll send you, know. you a couple of things like uh, me and Mary, like what I, I like, we go out there pretty much. It's like I'll call it like a sandwich day, but it's really we're gonna go to like a museum, right? And right. And, you know, go sightsee or go see something historic, and then I get a sandwich. Yeah, because see, I don't have I don't have much of that. Like yeah. about the only thing that has really interested Amanda right now is the uh, the park over the highway. 
Yeah, but we did go to one of the, the nicer places that I've eaten in a while, uh, Loro. Uh, are, have you been to Loro? I have. Yeah, Loro, it's it's like, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's not not, not the fanciest place, but not definitely not like a divey place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're very delicious cocktails. I'd say really good cocktails. <laughs> very pretty, delicious pretty cocktails. Pretty tasty little small Yeah, plates. but it's like, uh, what, uh, Asian fusion, uh, like an Asian barbecue type of fusion thing? Because I, I ended up getting, like, smoked wings. And they were pretty. Yeah, the Asian yeah. barbecue is very. Yeah, very yeah. but uh, the popular. drinks, like pretty much everything I had, was pretty legit. So shout out to Laura. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was my that was my week. You got anything, Pat? Uh, probably biggest thing I've done this last weekend. I smoked a pork butt. Okay. And what? Came out uh, really good. Like really good. Probably like like I don't normally toot my own horn <laughs> when it comes to the smoking. Or toot grilling. toot. But this thing came out really, really well. I, I guess I grabbed a good one or something. Yeah. Uh, but it came out pretty well and then made some uh, pulled pork sliders. And I still haven't gotten to that yet, Patrick, but I'm prob- I promise I'm, I'm going to kill that. So. They're, they're, they were really good. Sam made some homemade potato salad and some homemade baked beans. Mm. Got a watermelon and cut it up. And Ooh. Yeah, it was. Watermelon season this year has been on fire, and, man. And, and dude, I, I was going to say, I. You know, I'm sure both of you have at some point somewhere on Facebook or Instagram seen they'll have the post of, like, how to pick a good watermelon. And it's like, if it's got this, it's sweet. If right. it's got this, it's juicy. If it's got this, it's not so sweet. And all these things. I actually had just seen one the day before, knew I was going to get a watermelon. So I was like, I'm going to screen grab that. and I'm going to look at it when I'm at the produce market. Mm-hmm. I used it, looked at all the things, picked the melon I was going to pick. And Knocked it out of the park. Nice home run. All right. So that's so part of my morning routine, actually. Square melons, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's part of my morning routine, actually. I get a, I get a, you know, plastic container of sliced watermelon and go uh, eat it in the pool. It's so good, and it's a. Uh, um, I'm not. It's not really my go-to, man. I've never really been a watermelon person. I think it, it's like, it's like I, I got one, one watermelon day in me, like a, a year. Like it's like, oh, it's hot. Yeah, this watermelon hits, but it's no day's ever like that. One day, it never hits the same. I gotta wait a whole other year for that watermelon day to like hit. Like See, it's like my one fruit. Oh yeah, okay. it's like the one okay, fruit okay. that I, you know, See, that you I'm know, like. Patrick knows I'm a I'm an apple person. Yeah, like, especially uh, you know, I like I, I can do some apples, but I mean, I it's gotta be skinned and cut. And I mean, it's oh, gotta okay. be I gotta be real particular about the I, whole thing. I want thing. it sour than a month. Like I want, you know, I want, I want the sourest and the crispiest of apples only. Get that, get that. But I mean, vegetables. I like that. I just, you know, this. Uh, I guess. Well, actually, technically, my favorite fruit would be tomatoes. Good tomatoes are good, but yeah, that's hardly considered that, to be a fruit. Yeah, I was I mean, say let's, we should just like make it change. Like, look, kind of like sometimes why. Well, the thing is, <laughs> it's, and sometimes this well, I think is not the way, a thing. The way you see people eating it, you would assume, like especially the little cherry joints. Well, that's you know, yeah, th- those are fruit. <laughs> bring back tomato being a hand fruit. The little, this, the little cherry tomatoes. I just saw a dude with a huge tomato in his hand just eating out his hand, be like. I'm staying away from that psychopath. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, no thank you. Um, with me, uh, yeah, so uh, went to that uh, specialty meat store, got uh, myself some pecana, and did that. That worked out really well. Um, and, uh, yeah, kid came in town for a little bit, did some swimming, and, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's about it. It was really kind of chill. Um, I'm trying to think. We did something else. Oh, went and saw uh, Indiana Jones. Um, and I tell you what, I learned a valuable lesson. Well, that you know, uh, there aren't just millions of movie options. Like, this so, well, at times. So the kids like, what? What? Everyone's like, when do we go to a movie? Okay, and I'm saying, well, just pick a time. Well, what time are the movies? 
we are in the middle of so many movie theaters, just pick a time. So the time that gets picked, we go to the Northeast Mall and go to, it's, you know, blah, 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 Indiana Jones, blah, blah, blah. And I buy myself, they're like $63. Like, for three people? I'm like, this is the whatever experience. And I'm like, I didn't see IMAX after this. And it's like, no, this is the da-da-da. So... So you know what? We were in the rumble seats. Hey, COVID messed that up, though. You know, whenever you were able to pay $25 for everybody in the crib to watch it, call some people over, it's like, yes, that's how much it'll take for me to not go to a theater anymore. Um, yeah, I would have totally done that. And, yeah, no, I agree. After after that, after that experience, I am even more on board with the home premiere. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Deal, and even right. if it's just yeah, the two of us, yeah. oh, even yeah. just the two of us, like just I'll save money on popcorn and milk duds, dude. You don't want to know. The kid comes through with, I go and I get in the seats there in the concession line, and I see the kid walk through with pizza, and I'm just like, son of a bitch, like, oh y'all just, and I, so I didn't even ask, but I'm a, we, it was well over probably a forty dollar per person affair to see Junior Jones. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, got just hook, line, and sinker. I've it was one of those things that I have to like. That's how they get you. I had to breathe in, and I had to breathe yeah. in, and I'd be like, okay, just remember, this was a really great family affair. We had a really good time as a family, and the money, when you think about it like that, is well worth hey. it for had a, a great time with the fan. You know, so you have to talk to yourself and remind yourself that you know that you love these people. That you See, just the blew thing is with me, I'm a very regimented person. You know, what I'm saying I plan these things out. So what I do with Mary now is. We go to Studio Movie Group because it's close. And they always have the Tuesday special, you know what I'm saying? So it's like $6 tickets on a Tuesday. Go see it right after. Well, get a nap because I'll fall asleep right. if I go right after work. Mm -hmm. I'm old. I'm tired. Uh, but I'll take her to Blaze. We'll go eat at Blaze Pizza, get her all full. Then we go see this movie because we ain't spending that money. It's for some microwave dinners over at some Studio Movie Group. But see, you only got one to contend with. One, I can wrangle. Yeah. Two, nah. They ain't, no, they ain't no making the kid too full for candy. Yeah. And then, you know, then the, the little one gets the candy, so the big one's got to get some chocolate. Better show her some 90 movies? Hype. Like, some, them hacks, bro. You got to get them 90s movie hacks. You know, it's like, you know, it, it all goes to the time. Remember whenever you drop your first beer? In you know, I can, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, but you're, you're not you're not picking up a one out three. It started like this, oh, yeah. okay, where it's like, I was like, you know, uh, you could drive faster. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to speed. And I'm like, yeah, but the movie starts at this time. He's like, well, that, <laughs> well, so, like, that's not that's not the correct answer to that. No, no, no. It's well, the previews. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But you know, exactly see those. I pay I, I want to see those. And guess what? We don't have tickets. We don't have concessions. Like, you're acting like th this is. I'm like, this is not a, you know, this is a firm time to be there. Like, they put it on there for a reason. It's not estimated. It's not, you know. I, I, this isn't the time to take your time. Right. Yeah. And so having to, because um, that's why I picked, said pick whatever times y'all want because we got so many options. So they originally picked one time, and the kid was talking to, to uh, my mom, and and they got, you know, into their conversation. So I just let it go. I didn't say, hey, y'all, shut up. We got to go. I just let it go because I was like, hey, man, we'll just catch another show at another place at another time mm -hmm. because we have those options. 
Well, that was an expensive mistake right there because yep. we had rumble seats, which was cool uh, during some of those scenes that they had there because there was like, you know, some flight scenes and train scenes and stuff like that that were, that were cool. But anyway, so with that being said, uh, big thing uh, since we uh, missed was the uh, All-Star Game. All-Star Game. And, uh, you know. Lots and lots of Rangers. Rangers, Rangers everywhere. What they said. The you would have forgotten they were there except for Adolis <laughs> Garcia. Well, yeah, uh-huh. but, you know, but they did make history, what, the first time since 1951 one that six players off one team were on the field at once. So shout out to the Rangers. We doing some stuff that ain't been done since since our daddies was babies. You know, you hope that it's not a, that this wasn't a letdown. It's like the next year when it's here, we have like one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think that'll be the case though. Uh, they've got a longevity there. I don't think that they'll pull off the the six, but. I expect at least three or four. Well, you know, uh, we'll see moving forward, but those guys all need to step it up because it seems like they're kind of, they're kind of, they're, they're sputtering a little bit. It's one of those things that you're like, that's cool that we sent six. Yeah. Man, I would have really liked uh, them to have a couple of days off. Yeah. yeah. It's sure. like, to me, it's like, what, to go off what? Didn't we just play 30 games in 31 days? And it's like, now all six of y'all, the players we need the most, go off and like, Fake wave to cameras for the next four days, right? Like, right. You know, and like, and and try and wrangle your kids while you're doing all this because they're, you know, it's like, it's like the one thing you want somebody to do during All Star break is to get off their feet, and you have mm-hmm. six guys that can't do that. So and go zero for nine while they're there. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, Adoli set it off with that catch to jump. He did that catch head. was amazing. And he was tired from the night before, you know. Oh yeah. But, hey, you know what? He should have had Heaney pitching to him, and then he would have been like. <laughs> oh, oh man. That is, so, that is so mean. So mean. Hey, he was serving, he was serving him up. He do. He do. He do. And it's got the Mavericks. It's got the Rangers starting to look into kicking the tires. You've heard about the uh, the rumors about oh. a Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn co- oh, yeah. coming back. Yeah. Well, do you think uh, all that we're hearing now, do you think that now, I know in Vegas, they're saying that the Astros are now the favorite to win the West. Do you think that that should be the case right now, the way things are looking? Yeah. Yeah. Would you put you're putting your – now, it's – you know, oh, yeah? All right. Patrick Patrick got faith. My, my thing is, is – Agtown. They have – you know, we overcame some stuff early in yeah. the season. We played our best oh, yeah. when we were kind of, you know, losing people and things yeah, like that. You know, that. we had Simeon come up with a hot start, which he rarely does, which is why this is only his second All-Star game, even though he's been elite for the last five years. He's a second-half player. So, But we lost to Grom. We lost know, Seager, Seager for a stretch. Yeah. Um, we did, you know, didn't start the season with Tavares. And Houston's had been dealing with that. All, all, year. all year long. All year long. And now we get those some of those guys back, mm-hmm. and we're playing worse. And, you know, Houston at some point in time is going to get some pitchers back. Uh, they're getting pretty close to getting um, Garcia or – I'm not sure who they got. They, well, they got one of the guys. that they, they lost two starting pitchers, one for the year, and one they shelled for a while with a shoulder discomfort. But they're starting to come back. One of them is coming back, obviously. One of them is done for the year. With uh, Tommy John, but you know if they improve that, and you know Altuve and um, Jordan Alvarez are both close to coming back, it's just like if they can just they've maintained, mm-hmm. and if they get hot, they've done this really without getting hot. Without getting hot, yeah, they just kind of just waited it's like around. They kind of see where we are, and it's just like well, and it took like, that series like versus us to get them, you know, within striking yeah. distance, and they're and, you still. Know, it's one of those things that we were kind of worried about because. I think that we – I don't know if we touched on it, but that was kind of the biggest – that was the biggest series of the year so far at this right. point, you know. And you don't want to lose the biggest series of the year. 
at home to your rival, you know, to pretty much where the, it, the division can come down to that series right there. 100%. And, uh, and it's just, you don't want to see it go down like that. So it's kind of with me, it's, is it too early to panic, or you think it's exa- it's the perfect time to panic? I don't think you have to panic because it's ideal to you win don't the West. Panic if you plan it. <laughs> it's ideal to win the West. Yeah, but it's not necessary. Wild card, bitches. Because yeah, there's a wild card. So I mean, I don't think you hit the panic button yeah. because you don't want to like do something just silly. Yeah, and there's not a lot available right now. There's so many teams are still. Uh, in the hunt, mm-hmm. quote unquote, like the Mets aren't selling yet. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, the got... Mets are like are still trying to call the Reds like they're in it, right? Like, <laughs> and call like the Reds like they aren't like you it's know like, nah, the hottest bro, team it's in like, baseball. Yeah, it's like we we all right. It's like haven't you seen uh they're obnoxious. They're obnoxious guys going. So what do we got to get this cruise guy? Well, it's not that great. Like <laughs> it's like now nah, you just ask for cruise. Nah. It's like and you know it's like and you want our closer who gets paid nothing. It like it made sense. And then once they beat us in that series, they've kind of become the team that beat us in that series. Who played since he's so. man? And since then he's since Dela Cruz, yeah, they've been cold. They've been Dela Cruz is he almost deserved to go to the All Star game for yeah. since it, since he's come up. Well, he went to the Futures game, didn't they? Put him in there or something like that. I'm not he, sure because I think that he hadn't had enough service time to where he could still qualify for the futures game. It was something weird like that. I don't know if he played. Yeah, he's probably there to shake hands. Just it's like take pictures, dog. Yeah, hey, be, be yeah, just be an uh, exciting person for the future yeah. because good God Almighty, man, can that kid play? Yeah, um, but it is kind of scary to see the Rangers lose what uh, go what winless in their last five series, splitting the one with what Detroit, I believe. Uh, but I think that. Outside of their bullpen, what are you worried about the most right now? I mean, runners in scoring position has been a, has been yeah. a problem. Um, you know, the bullpen's been an issue. I just – I don't know. They're up and down right now. Like, it's – I don't want to say that they seem like that they're kind of like lackadaisical because they do show – I mean, there's games where they come back and just fall short. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we also went through a phase where it was like, dude, we were – so got so hot that yeah. that couldn't be sustained, and so you just like to even it out a little bit more. It seems like we went from the highest highs yeah, to the lowest. Like, yeah, because everything even was clicking at one point in time, and now it's like you know, it's like one thing will kill us every game. Right? Not, yeah, that you're gonna be fine. Uh-huh. Um, and offensively, I mean, it might be the time to to start like looking at some some moves yeah. and being like look you know like get a real get a dh to where garber's not an everyday type of guy to where he's more of your uh figure some stuff out and be like who do we really need on this team uh and what do we really need as far as development done yeah. and start to think like you know maybe you know, I thought there was no chance that Evan Carter could come up this year. And, <laughs> it looks um, like, yeah, if we're worried about that bat, we have one in our system. Right. So. Um, that you could be like, okay, he can still get fielding time, yeah. but he's going to play some DH, he play some, you know, all three outfield positions yeah. because some pe- some guys are going to need some rest, but they're going to need to do some some, some – get some sparks. Yeah. And also um, – Like, I was thinking that really – I think that – I haven't really liked like the Lance Lynn rumor out there because to me I think that what's been missing is our rotation is missing that stopper now because Uvalde was that guy to where it's like whenever you, whenever the free fall starts, you know you have that guy who's that's what Martin up. Perez and, you know, was and uh, Perez was that guy before. last year and you know and Degrom in his limited time here he was that guy and right. whenever he was gone Uvalde stepped up and, and was that guy and he probably needed the rest more than anybody mm-hmm. this weekend. If there was one guy I wish could have stayed home and I, it's almost like I wish that. He won that game against the Astros but didn't play as well, so he wouldn't have made the All-Star game. Because it's like that one start kind of put him in there. 
because it's like, all right, 10 wins. Your ERA's here. Boom, you got to be in here. Well, it's and in front of dude, Dusty Baker. I was going to say in front of Dusty make Baker. A decision. So it's almost like, it's like, ah, uh, if he just played a little bit worse, if the bullpen just was the one that played. Ah, uh, yeah. But, you know, but it's just one of those things. Uh, but I think that just missing that stopper, and it's just kind of bothered me to where it's like, oh, let's go get Lance Lynn. I'm like, come on, bro. I know it's like he's, he's had the he's three, had, three had great three, starts, yeah. and it's starting to look. But yeah, apparently they're asking prices still. Just like, come on, man. Yeah. And he's owed. Yeah. A lot, a lot of money. money. It's yeah, like cause to me, it's like because it's it's with them. They're like, nah, we'll trade you Lance Lynn before. It's like it's almost like anybody who calls about Giolito is getting the Lance Lynn pitch first, right? It's like let's get this contract off the books because it's like because Giolito, it's like he's only making like ten, but Lance Lynn is paid. He paid. How do you know? That's honestly, I don't. I don't want any of them. I don't want Giolito. I don't want Cease. I don't want Cease. Well, the only reason I would want Giolito is if we could get uh, Joe Kelly to go go along with him as a bullpen arm. Yeah. But you know, but to me, it's one of those things that I would want if I'm if you know. If I was getting one guy from from the White Sox, it would definitely be Giolito. But I definitely want Kelly along with it. I'd take him before I took the other two, but Giolito's been... Pitching for a contract. <laughs> he's inconsistent. Um, he's It'll eventually, I think, work out for him, but he is, his career has been, um, you know, one step forward, one step back. I mean, yeah. he had one really great year, almost. Yeah, but, well, my thing is, like, I, I kind of give those guys a benefit of the doubt, the guys who are the high school guys that came out to where it's like, to me, maybe now he's just kind of like figuring it out, kind of like a Gary Matthews Jr. or Art, like you know, like where he just had that run to where it's like at 28 to 31, now he finally plays good baseball. But he's just kind of, you know. Well, Heaney is what you hope. Giolito, Heaney is what you hope is going to happen. Like Giolito, yeah. they were both guys who were number one pitching prospects and both traded multiple times before they even got to the majors in big time trades. And um, yeah, Giolito. Uh, it took him a while to get to where he is now, and, and he's you know, just not. And he's close. Yeah, but well, still to me, Giolito's had two terrible seasons, two terrible seasons. But the rest of it, he's kind of looked like this guy. So I don't know. It's it's really pretty much a rental, and and that's the one thing I know that you're you're a Corbin Burns guy because you know you get the extra year on it. But he's kind of he hasn't really looked that good this year. But you know, yeah, but, you know. But it's kind of like the same with Dylan. C it's like. It's pretty much Giolito's just pitched his way to being the guy that's talked about the most because nobody wants to pay whatever Marcus Stroman wants. Oh God! And I, you know, and I, then, I, he I don't leave, want, then he can yeah. leave if he wants. And I don't you want Stroman. It's like, and um, it's like, would you take Stroman if they threw in Bellinger? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I, you know, no, 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 no. I don't want Stroman. I don't want. It's it. like I don't. I, if if the t if the next year was guaranteed, then yes. I've not I, even really begun to look too far into the whole thing as far as starters go. I mean, I know what's got, been we still got 20 I know what's there. I know what's been kicked around uh -huh. and I don't <sighs> Max Scherzer, I uh, <laughs> I'm not interested in that particularly. Yeah. Um and not like I said, nobody has really been thrown out there that interests me too much. But what I'm hoping will happen is that something does open up and you end up getting that type of deal um where it's where you end up like not just getting a starting pitcher. You're like, we're going to give you all this, but you're also going to throw we're in. Gonna, we're going to get a package two, of players. These like, two bullpen guys. Yeah, we're going to get two guys that we can use right now. And just like, you know, we did with um, not the Cole Hamels deal, but the uh, Cliff Lee trade mm -hmm. where, you know, that was what made, you know, Cliff Lee was great, but what made it was, you know, bringing in Deekman and, um, and the other guy. And, and so, you know, uh, 
gonna see some. You know, hopefully, you know, they've been looking at some uh, some metrics and some things like that, and been like, okay, well, here's how we're gonna need to use the bullpen correctly because that's been another thing is. And it's not like he's got a lot of options, mm-hmm. but I think the bullpen's been a little bit mishandled. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't be like, you know, you can't be polite, man. You can't be like, well, Will Smith's done enough to keep the job. Like, mm-hmm. like, dude, you know, it's you, just he has he has a longer track record of, and it's like more, it's he's more established than these other guys. But it's like a bad game is a bad game at this point, right? No, Chapman, like Chapman got traded. He's like, dude, sorry, bro, you lost your job. <laughs> this guy is better than you. Yeah, it's almost like it's like I sh- I'm not trying out over here, guys. You're getting paid I to do a job. This isn't about your feelings. Yeah. Well, this isn't only you didn't get long term money. You got a call almost at the end of the at the at the end of spring training. Like, be happy that you're here in the first place, and let's get you in this role. Um. But, yeah, it's looking more and more like they're in a uh, – for either situation, there is not a solution in the minors, yeah. uh, which I think goes into the draft, which we just go ahead and jump into right now, is you look at uh, the amount of pitchers taken in the draft. Yeah. And and what they did was that I liked it. Dude, they, it, <laughs> they got a lot of relievers in the draft, a lot of guys who figure to be relievers. Yeah. And – you know, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that. But the big one was, man, I don't know about y'all, but I had my fingers crossed that I wanted one of the three top three guys. You, you, it's almost like you did one of those things where it's like you thought he might go one, so he dropped all the way to four or something. Or wait, who'd you say that you thought? I, I, I thought it was gonna be uh, just because everybody thought that Pat Clark was gonna be cheap, Clark yeah. or uh, Langford. Yeah. So we pretty much got lucky just because. We like Max Clark as a center fielder more than we like this guy as a center fielder. Like, you know, as far as just the wheels. Uh, I don't know. I just think the fact, the fact that Langford is just, I think, you don't want to gamble on it. Is it with a safe prospect with huge power? They yeah. can play left or center field, maybe. I mean, you don't need him to play center. Now, is that center? That center is a big maybe, though, isn't it? You don't need, yeah, but you don't need him to play center. Him. You got Carter. You got, Carter. You got Tavares. I mean, you got, you this know. guy is going to be up. This guy's going to be up possibly next season. Yeah, I'm like say, well, he's a we, polished we, hitter. Yeah, I mean, we'll be seeing him by, by September, I would think next. Year. I mean, and next you don't hear. I mean, it's a bold statement, but I mean, it's a true statement. You know, this is, this is a middle of the order guy that you just fucking drafted. I mean, this is this is a big deal. It's a big get, and and with our timeline, it's better to do that than gamble on uh, Clark. Yeah, and also I don't like. Some aspects of Clark. And, I don't well, like, and my I don't, thing is, I look at it as like, I want Bochi to be able to coach this guy. How about that? Like, you know, I, I would like Bochi to, instead of, you know, who knows how long Clark would, it would take for him to be up here. When you draft a high school guy, there's a little bit more of a risk. And this guy, we know he's a bat. He's a bat for sure. And I just think that with the possibility of him helping this team at the end of next season, you know, that's a plus. And I, I, I would just, just, to, just thinking about him and Evan Carter, to me, is just one of those things that I just – you know, that's, that's really got me pumped. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say this and just, like, offend any, you know, this sort of thing. But, I, sorry, man, like, TikTok's too important to him. Oh, to what? To, to Clark. To Clark? Oh, yeah. And uh, his sneaker collection. Well, he's, yeah, it's just one of those things that's like, it's cool to be an 18-year-old, but now you're an 18-year-old in the position of an adult, so. Well, he was still about it. He was he was talking about it. He was, uh, he was doing an interview uh, for the whole thing. He was telling the woman who was interviewing how she could better market herself. Oh, yeah. And do it, you know, well, he's and, definitely one of those guys. It's like, you know, he's. And I'm trying to put it all from a city. Like, <laughs> well, you yeah. go ahead and do that someplace yeah. else. 
You know? I don't. I mean, it's just don't. He he definitely rubbed some people the wrong way. It's, it, it didn't rub me the wrong. Right. Like, well, it's, it's just I, it's just the know. thing is it's not necessarily rubbing you the wrong way. But if I'm gonna go with this guy, you know, versus this guy, it's like this is a guy who's gonna he's gonna do something. He's gonna do a bat flip or something to get one of my guys, you know, the, the ball thrown at somebody's head type of stuff. You know, it's like he it's you know some people really really like that stuff and some old school guys like Dave Martinez. He he definitely wouldn't like that. <laughs> well, my, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of swag, but you've yeah. done nothing. You're yeah. 18. Yeah, you played high school baseball. Yeah, like you're very easily 10 years away from a huge beer belly, telling people how great you were in high school he, at the bar. Yeah, he, that's what yeah. he's proven. That's all. That's what he's accomplished. Hey, he could be like your boy's uh, Fraser. <laughs> you know, oh, seriously? he could be Clint Fraser. He in could five years. So. Oh shit! Wait, I mean, all Frazier, honestly, like, he's in the league. I mean, honestly, you'd be lucky to be Clint Frazier. Like, dude, you know, don't sleep on the fact getting to the league if you're out of high school ain't just guaranteed. It's not a given. Well, yeah, it's like you know, it's just one of those things. It's the the one thing that you're not bigger than the game. The game's been here and it's gonna be here, and just realize that and kind of act that way. Right. And and I feel like whenever you don't act that way, that's the way that people take that. And it rubs people the wrong way in that aspect. I, like, I'm cool with him having those interests and doing those things, but, and I get it, the, the uh, media probably really wanted to focus on that. I think that he can still do that and have shied away from the focus as opposed to steer into it. The last time, the times that I've seen people who have that, it just has not worked out where they're like, take the opportunity to advance their brand, advance their stuff, like... You know, well, I th- I've always my experience with these types of people. It's probably JP Losman, yeah. dude. <laughs> to me, it's like these guys who want this attention, they don't want the smoke, right? You know what I'm saying they can't. They want all the accolades. They right. want all the good stuff. Right. Then it's like everybody's a hater if it's not about you. It's like it's kind of like how Baker Mayfield kind of yeah. You know, you know, it's it's just like he wanted all that smoke when he was at, at what he went to Ohio State and put the flag in right, the right, and now he in Ohio. Like, or when he was in Ohio, it's like, hey, get, these people don't really like you. And, and, and you can hear them be like, oh, that. And it probably got to him. Uh, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Like that, but that, that's what it is. And it just, the Rangers made the right decision regardless. Yeah. I think he's a guy, he's a guy who can yeah, so be. So thank you. Thank you for Max Clark going because he's not our problem. Not our problem. And God, I mean, how's that going to roll into Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, blue collar Detroit loves its hey, TikTok. Hey, you know, Nap, Naptown ain't too far from Detroit. He's probably made a couple trips up there. Mm, mm, I don't know, yeah. but I love it. Love the white light. Though he ain't been to Flint though. <laughs> don't drink the water, man. Uh-uh. Don't drink that water. Uh-uh. Don't drink the water. And, don't drink that. <laughs> ooh, I could, I could just picture him doing doing TikToks at Pawn Stars uh, or not Pawn Stars. What was it? Uh, which Which one's out there? The Pawn The Pawn Show that was out in Pond Detroit. Stars? Uh, it's a different one. Pawn Stars isn't that the one with in, the Vegas. in Vegas. Vegas? Okay, okay. No, the other ones at the fucking uh, ghetto place. I don't yeah. know. I know stories with less, less out there being like they're they're yelling with people over prices and stuff like that. It's hood. I don't know them. Cats. It's hood. It was good. Uh, then yeah. it got old. Bars. No. Okay. All right. What well, we gonna move on to some Mavericks action, dude? Let's do it. Summer league, man. Summer league. Uh, did you catch the end of the game today? I did <laughs> not. Oh yeah. I did not. So, uh, it, the, the Derek Lively again, uh, close another double double again. Uh, Omax had seventeen in regulation. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. Th- these guys and, and they both played close to thirty minutes today. So, t- my my question to you is like, are you happy to what you're seeing this summer from these guys? Yeah. Like, I like it. I like it, especially because look, um, 
Jerry Dudley, who's the coach of the Summer League team, uh, said, all, you know, hey, the, the, this is all about Jaden Hardy. The Twitter coach? This is all about Jaden Hardy. coaching through Twitter, dog. It's all about Jaden Hardy. We're going to do whatever we can to get Jaden Hardy up to it. And so, with the focus being and, – and don't expect to see much out of the rookies. They've got a lot to learn. And so, the fact that we were already seeing so much out of them uh, – I liked what I saw out of Lively – uh, the previous game. Oh yeah, when, when the comeback game. Yeah, he looks smooth out there. And I was from definitely what I've watching heard, the home run derby and then switched it crucial, just in time for the comeback. That was amazing. Rebounds, man. Yeah, that was amazing. And from what I've heard about Omax, they're just like, like he just seamlessly fits in. Yeah, like just get, gets. It's just in, like he just gets just, in there. I play defense. I grab loose balls. I run. I pass. He knows this. Yeah, no ego. Yeah. No anything like that. Like I'm the 25th pick. Like I'm not guaranteed anything. I'm gonna yeah. go do this. And so like the 17 points was surprising because he, you know. Uh, his final year in college, he was eight adequate three-point shooter. Yeah, and he was used more as, as a post-up right. player because he was a four-man because they, they had a lot of shooters at Marquette, and he was more of an afterthought. Just get the rebound, crash the board, and you know, and defend whoever the best offensive player is on the other team. Uh, now, I, like I said, uh, the one thing that I, you know, I didn't see Lively in the first game make a huge defensive presence, I would say, but – the board – oh, on the first game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he got his got a rebound, stuff like that. But, um, you know, I'm not going to hold that against him. He you know, played a few minutes. Um, and, I, like I said, don't know about the second game. Um, Jordan, you watched it. Yeah, I watched I, – actually, I watched the end of it. Okay. I watched the comeback. So, I'm, I'm – you know, I'm watching the home – So, they, so they – oh, no, no, the game today. The game today, uh, it, it was it was close when I was leaving. It was 90 to 90 with eight seconds left, and I had to, had to get here, guys. Yeah, right. Had right. to get here, but – you know, to me, these summer league, the Mavericks ended up winning 98 to 96 in overtime against the Warriors. So they're now 2 and 1 in summer league basketball. So, uh, yeah, looks like uh, Miles from TCU ended up with 19 points. You know, I've been rooting for my boy Jelly Walker, <laughs> my namesake, Jordan. You know, just, you know, anybody named Jordan, I'm going to root for you. But yeah, Lively ended up with 11 and 10. Uh, Omax with 17 and 10. Mm. Yeah, uh, three assists for Omax as well to go along with the steal. Uh, two blocks for Lively in that game. Uh, Hardy, the leading scorer, with 21 points, uh, four rebounds, and two assists. Uh, he did turn the ball over twice. But Miles, another guy, double figures with 19. And Taze Moore. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to that guy. That guy has bounce, and he looks like he wants to be on a on our G League team. So. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, is there anybody that? Might be a surprise move. Yeah. Uh, AJ Lawson, I think there's still like a lot of a, yeah. a lot of him, so I think he's still going to remain on a two way. But yeah, it, but to me, I think that somebody like a, like a Taze Moore is like creeping on the come up because he's just an energy guy. And with him, he was a one, he transferred into Houston for one year uh, out of like Cal State Bakersfield, and he's just an energy guy who makes plays. Like it's kind of like you know, just insert the guy, he'll get a steal, hit an open three. Not the best three point shooter in the world, but he comes to play defense and. He's a guy that I don't expect to see on the Mavs roster, but definitely you can see him playing for the Legends next year. Now, um, I don't know if this has happened or not what yet. Happened? Uh, has Grant Williams officially signed? Yes, yes. Has that, that's officially gone it's through. Officially gone through, and uh, there's uh, no opt outs. Okay. No options. Because for a little bit there, they, you know, people were like, why hasn't that gone through and thought that they might be trying to loop in a couple of teams yeah. in for a signing trade. But okay. I guess that has not happened. So uh, I think what the Mavs have won. How many spots the Mavs have left on the roster? Oh, let me double check. I want to say it's like thir- they have two spots left or one. Well, they still have obviously their uh, big mid-level exception. That's my nickname. And- <laughs> 
school. That's pretty slick. I got to give it up to you on that. Yeah. Uh, I think they've got two. I think they've got two at this point. Okay. Now, I was wondering uh, – now, I know we wanted to talk about the center market a little bit, but I did want to talk about how does it work because, what, the way that the new CBA is – because you hear a lot about it, more, more about it than I do because it, it confuses the hell out of me. It's like uh, so. Since we didn't use our full mid level, we can sign. We can use Steph Curry's contract, right, and combine that with another contract to make that our full mid level. So we can still have the what is it? Because we signed Curry on a trade exception. Okay. Well, first of all, Curry's a biannual. All right. So all right. Uh, so he has a biannual, but you don't. But the thing is, is we can save our biannual if we combine his his contract with the mid level, right? Isn't that what they're saying? Because pretty much the mid-level can be split up between different players. Right. So, but at this current time that he's going to be signed on a biannual, so that means we won't have this option next year, correct? Right. All right. So what I'm trying to say is, since we were never able to pull off the deal to get a Matisse Thibault, uh, would it now be a thing to where that deal would be done, like where Curry's deal would be done and we sign somebody else and we just put all these other guys into that full mid-level so we keep the biannual for next year? You know what I'm trying to say? I, I I feel you. I feel you. Um, I'm trying to. I'm confusing myself. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think okay. so. I think, right. I think. I think. I um, think. Uh, well, yes, yes, you can. Okay. If, if you do, I don't think that that's the route they're going to go. Okay. Okay. Because uh, they haven't found another guy they even want to use that money. Of. Right. Okay. I mean, which I don't. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, it seems like that. I think. Hope Springs Eternal seems yeah. to be what I would say well, what as I, far as – It is, seems like what Stein has said is that the Mavericks don't think that there's anybody out there worth the full mid-level. So, I'm like, okay, now, now it's time to make a trade, baby. <laughs> get two players. Yeah, get two guys. Like, uh, you know, you know like make it work. You still need to fill your roster out right. there. You just stop. But, you know – First of all, don't add, don't stop doing things just because you have JaVale McGee on the team. Like, <laughs> don't – be like, well, I guess he'll be our whatever center because he's not. Hey, how he's do you not. feel for Tim Hardaway Jr. right now? It's like every day you wake up, it's like you're you're here with your boys. He doesn't Vegas. give a fuck. That's what I think. Like, it is shocking like, the fact that he's at summer. I, I saw a thing like, at like, summer he's league. Like, Check still clearing, baby. <laughs> I saw it was it was brutal. Vegas, There's a picture of him and two other Mavs at summer like, league. Kyrie, and so, Josh, Josh Green, and, and like, somebody posted like, Max has nobody told him yet? <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Like, dude, I, you know that that guy. Yeah, he must not give a fuck because yeah, he's out there just like yeah, man. I'm just a part of this team. Just like, yeah. But then again, it's been like that for three years. So yeah. he's no. he's he's outlasted what he should have on this team. Now, as well as Lively's play, you know, it's ridiculous to think of him as our starting center at this point. You know, let's let's breathe a little bit, breathe a little bit. But uh, so the Mavs, they should. You think they should still be shopping for us? Yes. Yeah. Now, if the now if the if the season started today, would you have home starting at center? Oh, on our and, roster, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And you wouldn't be well, uh, maybe Powell. Powell, Powell over Holmes. Yeah, you know, we'll see well, how. Yeah, I mean, let's. Well, I just think that you know, like Holmes has had a year where it's like he was a dependent on big man. Right, you know, right. He got like fourteen and nine or fourteen and eight. And it's just like, you know, that's. So, uh, is there anybody out there that you're seeing that you would actually? As far as free agency goes, it seems like, you know, there's never a center pool for free agency unless these guys are in their 30s. Uh, you know, in all honesty, that's I think that's the route I would start looking at. Yeah. Is I would start looking at an older guy mm -hmm. and be like, you know what, we're not getting these guys, but we got to have something. Yeah. We don't have to necessarily get 20, 25 minutes. We can stretch those among the others. 
but maybe let's get like more of a mentorship guy, a guy who um, you know has had some success in the league. Now, guy, I've been hearing a little bit about as far as getting moved to Zubac from the Clippers, and he's kind of a Mavericks killer. He's a beast on the boards. Like I swear, he's got he's had multiple twenty rebound games against us. Now it is against us. <laughs> so you know, most a lot of seven footers can do that. A lot of seven footers can do that. But uh, it's just one of those things that he's a guy that's a problem, and I think that he'd kind of be a perfect guy to play, like you know, to mix and match with the uh, with the lively. Because say if you have a lively, it's like they're two completely different guys. So pretty much everything that Zubak is bad at, lively's good at, and everything that you know, Zubak. Where's is bad Boban? At, yeah, well, hey, hey, I'm I'm talking about uh, let's let's go a step above Boban right now. Boban under a bridge somewhere. Hey, a pretty big bridge, and, yeah. and you called him a troll. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what? Hey, I, I don't know. He's asking some dude to answer these riddles three. Well, yeah, speaking of, hey, and Bo- Boban in that in that Adam Sandler movie, it's like he showed that it's like he's got some skills in his bag. It's like all these guys can play in the NBA. So it's got he's got a little hand. Not everybody him. can. But it's like hawk little fishies. Yeah, but you know now as far as Bo Cruz from that movie. He's not that good in real life in the NBA. He is not. But, but I would sign his brother Willie, though. <laughs> I would, like, too. To me, I, th- I think that he'd be a nice little stopgap guy because it's like because it's one of those things where you could see, all right, Lively, you know you're going to be the guy, but you're just going to have to watch. You're going to have to take it from him. You know, so it's just a big body to go up against with, go up against in practice. You know, but at seven feet tall, he's got size. And, you know, he's he's a guy that gets minutes in this league. And, you know, and if you probably looked at his per 36, he puts up decent numbers. He's probably a double-double guy if you wanted to play that much. Now, the thing is, in today's NBA, you don't have these slow seven-footers playing 36 minutes a game, but you just need him to work in spurts. But I think that he would be a nice option right off of the street to where we could fit him in with our, like, you know, one of those combined, get that mid-level, level, level, level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would like to see, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to them kind of doing even some more of what you have with – with Holmes, okay, get another guy who's like uh, unconventional guy and who maybe doesn't have the experience of Holmes, mm-hmm. but being like, you know what, man, here's what you've been, but here's what we could make you. Yeah, and if to you me, listen, if is, you listen to us, this this NBA that we're we can, going we towards, this isn't a center NBA anymore. You can be this, and we could make you something great. So you're on board with the Hernan Gomez? Uh, yes, I am. I am. A, right. I, I, I would be. Put a, um, hey, Nico, hire us, man. You know, I also, you know, it. as far as a guy you could get for a song, I would assume, uh-huh. I wouldn't mind uh, with this team a, um, a reunion of. Um, of arenas. No. Reunion arena. Reunion <laughs> no, a, re- a reunion of uh, Nerlens Noel. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's he, the guy can run, the guy can block shots. He does foul out of like every game he plays more than 20 minutes, but hey. But we don't hey, need him for you know, more than hey, 20 minutes. You know what? That's we, the need, thing. we need fouls, dog. We need fouls. Now, uh, you know, a guy that I talked to you about earlier this week, you know, this is like my out there scenario, but I think this is more in season, close to the trade deadline, you know, or maybe let's see what he does during the, uh, the world, what do they have, the world basketball championships they have this year? Ben Simmons. I think it's time for Ben Simmons to make that move to center. Uh, and it's like, as an all defense. That's exactly guy. what I'm talking about. That's a, that's a piece of brilliance. Yeah. That's a pre- Hey, this ain't working. Yeah. But you know what? You know, yeah. 
you could be the greatest yeah, this you know, of all time. Because to me, it's like, it's like, wait a minute, we try and do this with Christian Wood, and this guy's like 40 pounds bigger than Christian Wood. Actually likes to play defense, you know, and, you know, makes an excellent, like, backup point guard, third ball handler. <laughs> uh, what you're looking at is, you're looking at, did we just find, did we just make a better version of Draymond of, Green. <laughs> no, well, I was going to go. I was going to shoot higher. Oh, uh, what's up? The MVP of the league. Oh, Joker man. Hey, you know what? It's like, hey, I like it. Come here. Come here. Give me that. Because I tell you what, I mean, you know, hey, guy can play defense. Yeah. He's got the size. Can, sh- can pass. Well, I guess, but he just can't hit that three. Damn but the it. thing is, yeah, but we don't. We just need him to be a rim running, right? Rim running Ben Simmons, a rim running Ben Simmons who plays defense on the Joker. He's the guy that could give the Joker the most fits if he's out there and if he's healthy. The problem is, if he's, is out I there, think we care about it more than he does. Yeah. Well, to me, hey, if we got Tybal, I thought we we were built for it. I thought it's like if we get a third Aussie in here, Ben Simmons is ready. He's like, <laughs> like where Josh Giddy at? Come on down. Giddy oh up, Lord of mercy, I wish we had him. Oh yeah. I but, wish we had him. But, yeah, but, yeah. Ben Simmons, that's my pipe dream. Now, this is probably more of a next-year type of situation mm-hmm. whenever he only has one year left on that huge-ass deal. Or it could be something that comes up towards the actual trade deadline to where it's like we're coming off it, he's resurrected his career in some type of way to where he could be used. But I want to do it before while we can get draft picks for him, not where we have to give him up. So <laughs> um, if they'll take Christian Wood, if they'll take uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., and they'll take JaVale McGee, Yep. I mean, it'll be his last chance because I'll tell you this much. He won't be in the – I really oh, yeah. don't think he'll be in the league in two years. Oh, yeah. Hey. Not because he couldn't, because he's just like – he got $200 million, man. Yeah. But also, Go hey, back home, Jason chill. Kidd, hey, Jason Kidd was a big point guard that had terrible, terrible shooting problems at the beginning of his career. If Found that one spot, top of the key, baby. And guess what? Jason Kidd be the one that's like, you ain't no point guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we, I think we could both agree that oh. it's been a good offseason. Oh, Not yeah. a great, but yeah. – Better than expected, yeah. I'd say. And, you know, and I think that the Tybo thing, it was like, yes, it's almost complete. And it's just like, well, that, that much. Do you have a grade for Nico? Uh, I would say, I would give Nico an A right now. Because when I, you say almost complete, yeah. that's what I give him. Yeah, incomplete. Almost incomplete. Yeah. Almost Wait, complete. I get it. Now, my thing is, I think that a guy like Kelly Oubre, who they were saying is like going to be a full mid-level guy who's still out there, that's kind of what I would like. Come on, if he, it's like I didn't if, think you'd be able to get Ubre for a full middle. Yeah, level. and to me now, but then again, I mean things are quiet. Yeah, things are real quiet to where it's like it looks like he, nobody wants to give him a full middle. Level. You know, and everybody's saying Christian Wood is the number one rated free agent out there in the market. <laughs> so I'm like, what have you? Why well, have missed that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So you haven't you haven't heard that? No. Oh, go well because everybody else is gone, but they're <laughs> ranking him over Ubre. They're ranking him over Ubre. I guess height supremacist. Yeah, height supremacist. <laughs> is everybody waiting on like Dame to sign or uh, Dame? Dame is the property of the Blazers. So everybody's. It's just that the first run that is after, mucking some things up. Yeah, and so it's like they're waiting for him to get traded because once he gets traded, now people be like, oh, I want to be on that. Super then the move can. Yeah, and then then have, everyone's like, okay, then, here's how much money I then, have. Because a guy like Kelly Oubre could be waiting for. Okay, they're gonna have to trade a lot of guys to go get Dame. So maybe that's an opportunity where I go play with Jimmy. And, and, you know, and Dame. And that's probably what some of these guys, like, he's waiting for. Okay. Or even, like, a guy like uh, uh, the point guard from Chicago. It's like, I'll be a point guard who just plays defense and passes the ball. There's going to be, the yeah, AO, there's, there's going to be multiple dominoes that fall, and yeah. I forget about that. But that's going to be, once that happens, mm-hmm. free agency will begin again. Yeah. But everybody pretty much, we are on a holding pattern, holding pattern and – in Portland, I don't blame them. Has said, yeah, I mean, we're not in any rush to do it. And I wouldn't, <laughs> because Portland's pissed. And I'd be pissed, too. 
because they're like, dude, you just go ahead and just say what our, what your leverage is. Like, because you don't have any, and you try to fuck us by saying, we're not going to go anywhere with this, and you're trying to leverage us, and fuck you, you're not. Now, don't get me wrong. Fuck Portland, because Gene Allen's fucking sister is a fucking asshole. Who should not? Oh, have you all heard about this? No. So Gene Allen dies. Yeah, like the Hallmark guy. No, Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Shit. Okay. Whatever. You've been driving around that car stop a little too much. He. he, That's a good man right there, girl. Paul Allen. Good man. Paul Allen. Gene Allen. All the time. Paul Allen. He's dead. And so, I don't know what is in his will, but when you have that much money, the executor of the will has a lot to do, and that's what this bitch is saying. Well, you know, to clear an estate of this size, because it's usually executive, it takes a lot of time. Well, bitch, it takes a lot of time if somebody offers you money and you say no. Um, uh, Phil Knight has actively been trying to uh, buy so the she's Trailblazers. Just up the sale of, okay. so nothing, because she didn't get really, the team. Yeah. She didn't get the team. That's not left to her, but guess what? She probably there's got, no what, she da- get the Seahawks? She met her. <laughs> she do- well, she doesn't have to sell it. Like, yeah. she has to get rid of it, but there's yeah. no, you have to get rid of it, bye. It's just, well, I mean, when you're talking about this, it takes a long time to work these things out. Like, it does if you drag your feet. It does if you have shit that people don't want. You've got shit people want and are willing to pay top dollar for it. Do you think somebody's going to outbid Phil Knight? Not uh, I mean, not in Oregon, man. He is Oregon. Yeah, uh, top film and a guy who wants to keep the the team there. I mean, it's like, it's like they will never leave Portland, right? You know, they and might play a game at like the Nike facility, like like every once in a while. And so, yeah, exhibition dude. match. Yeah. Like I, I, that that game. just that that just irks me to no end. Like that situation right there, and like not. You know that was not his wishes, but she's like, I like going to basketball games. Now, is it Jody Allen? Is that who it is? Or because I know she's because one of his is it his wife who took over the Seahawks? Is it another? His sister okay. is the executor of the will. Okay, okay. If it was his wife. I'd be like, you know, whatever. Okay, you know, yeah. You know, so asshole. She, all right. So yeah, she's so she's currently owning the Seahawks and the Blazers. Wow. By not owning them, just by not doing anything, is the oh, back to owner. So her you know what kids, I can do with that? <laughs> who are her kids, just going, you know, living the sweet life, just doing whatever. And I think that's what it is. I think when he gets tired of it, she'll sell it because there's no way saying you have machine, to do it right now. Just uh, Paul Allen's sports friend. <laughs> just be like, yeah, man. I mean, the fact that the board of governors of the NBA is uh, allowing that is uh, trifling. Trif. Trifling. But yeah, off season for Nico, I give it, a, I give it a, a incomplete. But yeah, I, I, I close it to B plus. All right, yeah, we'll I, see. He, I'll, he I'll can say, get an A. He can I'll get say, an A. Yeah, to me, it's like it's A. It's like you looking draft like, night was like, an here, A. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. You're an A student, but the semester ain't over yet. Right. All right. It's like, but keep it up. Keep it up. Hundred percent. It's a progress report. This is a progress report. You got an A on the progress. And, and I got to see what happens because not all his grades are. There's a group project in there. Oh, yeah. And sometimes oh. shitty group members can bring hey, you down. You know, Dennis Lindsay, you know that that Dante Exum is definitely a Dennis Lindsay move. It's like, to me, I'm like, either they, either he's trying to to make sure that Ben Simmons gets here by getting as many Aussies on the team as possible, or he's like, this is this is me, my opportunity to show everybody that I was right. Well, we still have JaVale McGee on the team. Oh, uh, yeah. But I do think that Ex- Dante Exum could be – Maybe he was your beat, your plan B for Matisse Tybal the whole time. You know, it's like I think that was Frank Nicolina 
didn't work out. Yeah, it's like, Let's go it's with like, another it's guy. Like he's better than the key. Yeah, he's better than. I think that's. I think that's what it is. Like yeah. we tried this, a reclamation project of a first round guy that didn't work great. Let's try it again. Who's, I think my, that's the, all who's my Theo Pinson replacement? Let's. <laughs> I don't know, man. AI, <laughs> artificial yeah. intelligence is just arm like, just I'll waving take the out towel. right now. It's like it's like. Yes, yeah, hey, Bubba Chuck. Yeah, it's like I just want to see what what color are those question shoes he'd be busting out. <laughs> but I tell you, man, I can't believe it. It's it's we're almost. I mean, basketball season. Uh, we still got a little bit until uh, it starts up. But I mean, we're summer league. It's not. It's just ended and started and started and and all star break and and we are two weeks what away. From training camp in yeah. the NFL. Oh, guess what, everybody? I know y'all been missing it. We're going to talk a little football. Man. Man, Patrick, happy? man, man. Patrick, you happy? I'm pretty happy. But, you know, it's been, you know, but the other teams in the area, they need love. They need support. They and do. they've been doing they things. Do. So you got to shout out the rest of the teams. I'm telling you, I, I started getting a little nibbles on my phone looking down. I'm going, uh, oh, oh, you talking? You trying to trying to do a little fantasy trade? Somebody, somebody. I mean, so you know football season's right there when yeah, people start talking about that fantasy. You know what happens to me during this time? It's like whenever I first start getting these emails for fantasy leagues, it's like, I got to get my draft board ready for my college league. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like, so then it's like for the next month, it's all college. And then it's like, get that out of the way. And now I'm focused on drafting and I have some sort of strategy. And they, they never coincide. They never work for me. I'm either good in one league or good in the other. Well, Patrick, what do you think of what they did during the offseason, Cowboys? Uh, I liked it. I liked, uh, I liked the Mozzie pick. I think that's going to go well. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I think, is a great move. I think Gilmore is a great move. Uh, I mean, letting letting Zeke and Schultz, thank God, go, even though I'm not thrilled with the tight end thing right now, just because right. I don't know. Yeah. But overall, I'm I'm super stoked. I think we'll be at least competitive. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much I, I co-sign with Patrick on most of those things. You know me, Schoonmaker is going to be my, <laughs> my question mark, but I'm a hater. Like you know, but the thing is, just because. That's more me hating on the logo because Michigan tight ends always kind of disappoint. Yeah. They always kind of disappoint. So that's more of me, uh, you know, hating on the helmet. That's helmet hating. See, I think a lot of people would give the offseason an A, except for it's just so uncowboys. Yeah. Uh, I think what they did is got great players, but none of them are, are splashy. Yeah. You know, they got Gilmore, but they didn't get uh, Ramsey. Yeah. They got and Cooks, so, but they didn't get Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. it's like... But it's, those aren't necessarily bad moves. And, you know... And, but they just didn't go for... They didn't take the bait. And, you know, and Dalvin Cook's still out there, you know. But they haven't taken they haven't that. They haven't taken that, you know, and... I really and wanted what, to take and, that, though. And Pollard still hasn't... You know, they still have time for Pollard to sign an actual deal. Mm-hmm. We have another week. We'll know this time next week if he's actually signed that deal or not. And that's when we might see something happen He'd with these other players. smart to do it. He needs to... It, it's like, hey... I know you, he just, he needs to look at the market and see what just happened this offseason and realize how lucky he got. For real. Because if he doesn't, then guess who's going to get a big deal? Dalvin Cook. And you're going to be one and done. And they'll be like, hey, we just had to pay that money one more year for running backs. Uh, that is true. Chucky the deuces, my G. But, you know, the biggest thing on the Cowboys offseason moves was uh, they had an article out in The Athletic that was, who is the uh, – who is the uh, breakout player for each team? Okay. You know, who do you think is a player most likely to break out? And when I was thinking about it, I was looking through the team, and I'm thinking, okay, well, 
you know, breakout offensive lineman. I mean, that doesn't really Yeah, how do you break so. out as an offensive lineman? Um, so well, man, he started take, every game this season. It's, I didn't hear his name called. We'll just take that out. That means he don't be holding. No like, penalties. Nope. I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Well, CeeDee Lamb, well, he's broke out. Yeah. Uh, Cooks is broken out. Uh, Gallup, I, you know, he's 1,000 yards out. I would put him as a guy who would be. Yeah, for him to, he'd, he'd be, have to take over as the number one for him to be a break. Like, yeah. You know, so I'll scoot him back now. And then I go to the defense, and I'm like, these guys are all break, you know. And you know okay, and it was Sam Williams. Yeah, Sam Williams. But you think about it. When you look at it, you're like, wow, there's just not a lot of candidates to broke out because your starters are all established. They're established, dude. Well, you know, I would say offensively, I would go with Ferguson. Ferguson's going to win tight end. Right. The tight end is the only well, the tight end is the only spot. Yeah, smooth move, Ferguson. One of those dudes has to be the guy, right? Oh yeah. I like Ferguson shot. I like the combination oh, yeah? of both of them. You like them both. Like and, you know, shot. and to me, it's like because the thing is, I wasn't that big a fan of Ferguson coming out of out of uh, out of Wisconsin, but that was more because I was a Hendershot fan. So when both these guys got on the roster, I was just kind of thinking that you know his draft position is going to dictate their playing time. But it seems like they've got both had opportunities to actually play and prove themselves to where it's like I think that Hendershot actually has a fair shot to get this job, and you know. And nobody plays with just one tight end, you know. It's just, but somebody's gonna get more targets than the other guy. So, and but to me, I just think that I'm, I just, I just really think that Sam Williams. I think he's a double-digit sack guy this season. I think it's very possible. Yeah. What, I, what I think is, what I hope is, is that he's your replacement uh, for Tank. Yeah. And bye-bye Tank after this year. Well, he's in great leadership, nice. but I mean, it's he's been great. But I we mean, we got bodies. We got bodies. We do have bodies. Yeah. We do have bodies. We got depth. We've got. It's just here's the thing. There's been so much hype about the Cowboys so many years mm-hmm. that there's just not that hype really this year, and so that's almost makes me think like, okay, man, that's that's good. That's good. We've got like, you know, the only thing is is you've got all right, man. It's a make or break year for your coach. Yeah. You know, it's you got everything your way, and. uh you know, I, as much as I'd like Dan Quinn, I, I'll take the Super Bowl over. over <laughs> oh, yeah. Over, yeah, over, Dan, over Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, I want Dan Quinn to be this head coach, but I want this team to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, man. so, like, I mean. I'm not going to be like, damn it, McCarthy. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, the reality is, like, I like Dan Quinn, but I don't, like, know Dan Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that ain't, that ain't we, we ain't. I, I only like him because I think I he's got friend, a chance to, drink to get a us there. Right, right. Um Anybody that uh, left you think is going to be hard to reflect? You know, Zeke's gone. Uh, uh, the only guy Schultz. I would really say would be Connor McGovern just because of position versatility, just because I don't know what happens if something happens to Biotish as far as our backup center. And I just think that, uh, you know, is it Farniak? Farniak, you know, and he's kind of going to have to be that role. That, that And I just think that there's a big drop-off from Farniak, like Farniak versus McGovern. If I have and, one complaint, uh-huh. here's what it is. And don't get me wrong, I can't make the complaint until we get to camp, really. But we've got a lot of money. Yeah, we've got a lot of, money. and that's without Pollard yeah. uh, signing his deal and getting rid of that ten million dollar yeah. bubble. Um, I feel like that there's, while I like everything that's there, you could still enhance mm-hmm. some stuff, like particularly the offensive line. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a, a better backup running back. I'd st- yeah, I still like, like I like still like Sticky with Pollard. I yeah, don't, and know. to me, I would like a guy even like a James Robinson. Just give me a, like, you know, I would be perfectly fine with James Robinson. I want a guy and that you don't have to win if if Pollard misses. Mm-hmm. 
that you still have a running back that you're going to be like, okay, dude, you're going to step in now and you're going to get 20 carries. Yeah. Not, okay, now we're going to pass the ball that everybody knows we're going to do. And to me, the one thing with James Robinson, he wasn't he was coming off of an injury last year, what, played for two different teams, and, you know, they kind of just threw him to the wolves and – like those those guys don't have an offensive line like we have, and we don't need him to be a full time back. It's kind of when he got when he went to when he went to New York, he was forced. It's like, hey, we just lost our running back. We need to insert you in here, and you need to play. Oh, you don't look that good. Fuck you, you're on the bench. Like you know, and I've, and you know, and his time was numbered as soon as they got Etienne, like in, in Jacksonville. So to me, I would. Then, I, yeah, nobody's invested anything in the kid. Yeah. So I just think that to come into a situation, like I think that he would be a great plan B, but it's also one of those things I guess we're waiting till that day that Pollard, if Pollard's going to sign that contract or not. And then I guess that'll be the day we can actually put an official grade on the offseason. But I think know. we're also waiting on seeing how good uh, Lipke is mm-hmm. because, you know, Ronald Jones, you'd be fine with having Ronald Jones in there, but Ronald Jones don't play special teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I, counting on Dowdle to stay healthy all year or, you know, uh, one year league Davis. Because, mm-hmm. what, is Dowdle still here or is he gone? Yeah, he's still okay. here. He's all still right. here. Well, you know. The big thing about Dowdle is Dowdle, all of them, has the most special teams experience. Yeah, he has the most special teams experience. He has a little bit more size than Malik Davis. And, you know, and he's a guy who, you know, it took him being He's hurt. looked it, good when, yeah, he's, when been he's been healthy. healthy. But that was the same. You could say the same thing about him at South Carolina. <laughs> oh, he was one of the like, top backs going in. Oh, yeah. You know. It's like, you know, there was a point in time at, during his freshman year, you're like, oh, this kid could be like a 1,000-yard back, perennial 1,000-yard back in the NFL. And it just – he just – I think his freshman year was his best year. I think it he was, was like 800 yards as a freshman at South Carolina. His best years were, were his senior year of high school. And yeah. I think but I think he was like Mr. Gatorade Player of the Year. There's something. There's some curse with South Carolina running backs, though. Let's just be real. Like, remember Lattimore? Like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> there's Lattimore, and to, to, if the best one out of them is is James Davis's little brother, one of them is in prison right now. Uh, hey, man. He was a he was a South Carolina Gatorade Player of the Year and went in there and had a good freshman year and then got kicked off for drugs and now he's in prison. And, you know, even Tevin Feaster, he just transferred to South Carolina from winning championships at Clemson. And now he can't even find a place in the NFL. And he runs a 4-3 and he's 220. That's like, come on, man. It's like, don't go, don't play running back for the Gamecocks. Don't play running back for the Gamecocks. Don't play running back for the Gamecocks. Play defensive end. Man, yeah, I was about to say, play, play where for that team? Yeah, play wide receiver, defense. I guess. Play, play uh, defense. Play wide receiver. Like, play corner. Play, play wide receiver. Yeah, okay. Like, be Jonathan Abrams. Be. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sorry. But oh yeah, uh, but I do think McGovern. That is the guy who I think is the hardest to replace. And I really think that. But if if there's a healthy Tyron Smith, <laughs> then we have a healthy. T- then we have Tyler Smith at left. Well, and we also season, if we get Terrence Steele back, Steele back. You know, to where it's like. But we're betting on a healthy Terrence, a healthy Terrence Steele, and a healthy Tyron Smith. Yeah, for both of those things. You happen. know, and they did this last year, and I, I was so upset. And and things worked out. But I was like, you know, you're just – but and eventually what frustrates me is their contingency plan is always we've got a guy we like. Not we've got a guy with some experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guy who we think could do this job. It's like, right. but you can go on the street and find a guy who can do the job. And, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, it's you like, got no, the money. But you we got trust the, you our got staff. I'm like, nah, son. But, you know, nah, it, it just seems nah, like. Boy. Nah, boy. That there's what it takes to, to win a Super Bowl and then what we're willing to do. Yeah. And it seems to be that, that we're not willing to do everything it takes. 
to do that. When you have $20 million and you've got position, any position, that you're like, we could have a better backup or we could improve a starter. Because what happens if Biotis goes down? Farniak. That sounds screwed. <laughs> well, or or what happens when Tyron Smith does go down because it's almost well. Uh, that one, we're, that we're one, we're actually that, that's the best that, case that's scenario. The best case scenario. Because we're, we're ready for we're, that. Yeah, we got that. We're ready for that. But if you but, have one but, other injury, yeah, it, that goes like, it's with like you it. don't have a guy. Like you pretty much have one center now, and it's like the guy that we keep forgetting about. For, did he have any center spirits? Chidi or whatever? Uh, no, Chuma. Uh, Chuma. Idogu. No. Yeah. But. I think, but TJ Bass, the guy that they draft, the undrafted free agent out of Oregon, I think that he's actually had experience playing all positions. And at 6'4", 325, <laughs> he was an All-American left tackle. And, you know, and they pretty much kicked him down to guard. And they said that, you know, and, you know, when all the rookies were in camp, you know, he was the most impressive of all those guards they had out there. Now, he's a guy that I would look at not this year playing guard, but maybe in the future, you know, a guy who actually makes our active roster because he's the guy who backs up both of our guards now. Yeah. But, you know, I would hope to see to start hearing about him maybe getting some snaps at center because I don't believe in this far yet. Well, an active roster stuff, we're going to be talking about that next week, talking yeah. about uh, who we think we're going to do on the offense, then we'll switch up to defense. Yeah. That sound good, and uh, – Really going to be hitting the, hitting the thing hard. Can't believe it. Better be back in Oxnard, California, another season. Oh, I'll tell you what, I want to go with them. <laughs> it's too I've hot. Never been. It's too I've hot. I've never been, but that's that's another bucket list. That is a bucket list right there. Oxnard, I've never been to Surprise. I need to knock those out. Um, You know. Surprise. Mother- I want to go to Oxnard more just because, gosh, the temperature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I don't want to go to the desert. <laughs> I want to go to Oxnard. Of course, everything ends in the offseason altogether uh, before we kind of start closing things down. Stars, anybody, I, you know, I think I like what they've done so far. Uh, my, my biggest, the only issue that I have, I, I will say the Stars are better than they were when the season ended. But the thing is, are we better than Vegas? Are we better than the Avalanche even? So um, my thing is, is, like now I think that we've now become one of the better offensive teams in hockey when, just because I think that, you know, Dodonov I think is going to slide down to that third line probably. DeShane will probably go up to that second line. But I think that we put ourselves in a position by not buying out Suter to where we might have to trade Fasca or Marchment this year just to clear up some money. I don't think uh, Suter hadn't been bought out yet. No, no, well, they can't. They, oh, they can't? No, it's like it was. they had till Friday, like the way that we got DeShane because I think that he got bought out by, gotcha. by the Predators. So they had till that Friday so he could hit the market. Well, see, my thing on them is that they didn't need to do a lot in the offseason. I mean, it would have been nice to have seen them bring – but. It shows the confidence that they have in some of the younger guys coming up and, you know, what with Harley and, and things like that, that there's some guys out there. Linquist. That, 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 that's that's, that's our first-round pick. Right. That's the one that we, you know, we didn't have There's some guys that they obviously the really think are going to come and step up, and, and they were right on that mm-hmm. um, last year. So, you know, why not? Uh, why what not? I like is that there, there's some long-term thinking here mm-hmm. going on, and I, and I like that. They've got a good window, but with their mix of younger guys and their old guys aren't decrepit. Yeah. And, you, I mean, know, and wrong, you know, Ben's getting, you know, yeah. but he's still not, you know, in hockey years. Ready yeah, to put no, out he, the yeah, he's not ready yeah. for that. And to me, he's still, you know, he's still a pretty great defensive uh, forward to have. You know, what I want to say pretty much, I think we had five guys make like the top 20 as far as uh, best defensive forwards in the league, you know. And that's why, you know, a guy like Fosca, I think, is very underrated. Now, he's been on our team for quite, quite some time. Uh, but and but and he's really he's like a fourth line center. But but he's a guy that we drafted in the first round. He's been on this team for a long time. And he, but he's tough. 
And we know what he's going to do, and we know what he's going to bring. And I think that with him and Marchment, I just think that Marchment, him being, only being here one year, and this is a guy that we've had here for a while, it's kind of like you're kind of overpaid for a fourth line. I think one thing that's going to help, too, is uh, if we have um, our second and third string goalies healthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't have you're having to play as much hockey as you had to play this year? During the regular season. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that'll. Because, yeah, with Wedgwood being hurt, that was definitely that definitely didn't help us out at all, especially going into the postseason. You know, and then, you know, the way that he ended the season before that crazy game, you know, against Calgary, the way he was putting on a show, like, it's like t- to put even more pressure on him, it's like, yeah, and you don't got no backup. <laughs> no backup ain't got no backup. It's like, but uh, but I, I, I'm just – I would like – I do, you know, I would love to see Matt Dumba here. You know, j- tough guy, you know. I, I, I think that Pavelski would love to see him here too because he wants to win a Stanley Cup at all costs. And he's like, anybody tough enough to do that to me? And then I bounce back and score four, four goals on that ass. <laughs> you know, it's like, cool with me. Yeah. guess what? Because Duma got him bad, but he got him worse. You know what I'm saying? We won the series, dog. Yeah. It's true. But, yeah, I do think that we – I just would like to have the certainty of having a top four guy coming in on that blue line next year instead of hoping. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe Harley should be up there. And, you know, you play Heskin in next to anybody, they're going to be good. Uh, Lindell's there because he's getting paid too much, and I think that with the right person, he could be good. So I think it's all for us to see what Lindquist does at the beginning of the season, and then we'll panic at that point. Right on. I really well, wish we'd bought Suter out, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the hey, consensus hear, among everybody in the world. He's like, what's the big deal? Why is everybody saying it? It's like there's somebody better out there. I'm like, Doomba. Well, guys, <laughs> Doomba. they say there ain't no clue. Ain't no uh, cure for the summertime blues. Summertime blues? Sometimes there is. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite summertime flick, gentlemen. What gets you through them dog days when you're inside? Okay, so, go ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. I think I went a little bit uh, left of center when I started thinking about summertime movies. But for me, one that I think, because I feel like it really does capture pretty well a very specific time in people's lives, uh, Dazed and Confused. Okay. The end of high school, beginning of that summer kind of thing, with the parties and, and all sense the of freedom, sense of it. you know, it it really is to me like a that to me that's like a quintessential that one and then uh, again partially because I relate to it, uh, the National Lampoon's Vacation. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the road trip, On with a the quest family, to and, see a moose, and well, and seeing the whole. My family was definitely the, oh well, they've got a giant mud ball here that's like the biggest in the country, that type of thing where you stop and see it. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely our family. That was not mine, thank God. All right, now mine, this is kind of a, I got a two-parter, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and say, I think Sandlot is just kind of like my go-to. I was going to say that. I mean, yeah, it, but, it takes me to a special like, place. But it's, but it's a little different because that reminds me of like my childhood, childhood. But I would just say, you know, can I, I'll just say Will Dependence Day in general. Will Smith, just Will Smith's summer blockbuster movies, like like Men in Black, uh, Independence Day, like, you know, Men in Black 2. Like, you know, it's just like I just remember my summers once I was able to start driving where my brother was driving me around. Will Smith has a movie this summer, and it's going to be the biggest yeah. movie this summer. And me, Kevin, Job, and Keith are going to go see it together. There was like a decade so, where he had, like, yeah. every other summer. I'll give you that. I can't think of a, I can't think of a real uh, 
Well, I think of blockbusters, summer blockbusters, it's been, you know, usually superheroes. Or yeah, you know, it's like, I think, you know, Mission Impossible can fall in that, because those are usually summertime movies. So with me, it's kind of whenever, I think, summertime movies, it's like, summertime feel, Sandlot. Summertime memories, like Will Smith, followed by Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, and, and you know, Men in Black slash Independence Day. So I mean, I'll go with, I'll give you your Sandlot, and I'll go with Great Outdoors. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great Outdoors. Um, now... What's your shoot game like, Pat? <laughs> it's funny you should ask. Uh, I, I, it's funny. I, I'm wearing my work shoes right now. Uh, you know, as most people know, I don't wear uh, tennis shoes much, uh, really at all. I wear. Patrick is a sandal man. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I, I don't hate you on that. I try, I try to do as much as uh, possible as well. I do own a couple of pair of. Not like super fancy. Oh, you got shoes, one pair of fancy. But I've, I've got a couple got, of pair of some pretty dope tennis shoes. Uh, generally, I'm an Adidas guy. Mm-hmm. I find they have a little bit wider foot most of the time, and I've got a little bit of a wide yeah. foot. Nikes. I love the look of a Puma. They're too narrow for my foot. Uh, but yeah, I do have some some different Adidas. That, is that the non Nazi? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't one? I don't know which one which was one, the, the bad one. Which one or the Adidas one? Which one was the Nazi? And which one was like, no, I'm against you. I don't remember which one know. was the bad. We brother. probably all wearing Nazi shoes. It's, it's it's probably it's probably the Adidas guy because that's the way world, the world works. Right, you're not wrong. <laughs> We're all guilty. <laughs> no, tell he's got the Zuzus, right? Yeah, I've got some. Uh, have you ever seen Life Aquatic? No, with Steve Zissou. Uh-uh. It's a Bill Murray movie. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm aware of it. So in the movie, he wears these Adidas that are a certain colorway and say Zisu on them. Uh-huh. And I hunted far and wide to find these shoes and found out they were only made for the movie. I tracked somebody down who like custom makes, like takes like blanks uh-huh. and basically custom makes. Awesome. And got myself a pair of the Zisus. Nice. Yeah, I love those shoes. You have some I, Star Wars joints too or something? I've got some uh, Master he's, he's Yoda. Got some, he's yeah. got a secret, secret little stash. Okay. Secret secret swag. Yeah. I've got some Master Yoda uh, Stan Smiths that I like quite a bit. Ooh, love the Stan uh, they're, Smiths. They're, oh, yeah, I love Stan. they're all white with green trim and they've got uh, Yoda's head on the tongue and instead of... Uh, Adidas on the back with the three leaf. It's a three leaf logo with Master Yoda on it. Yeah, the public saved me for myself. Apparently, they got the the, the throwback uh, old school Adidas pumps mm-hmm. or old school Reebok, Reebok pumps. pumps. Got sold out in my size. Yeah. But reading the, uh, the <laughs> reading the comments, apparently they're like, I don't know, kind of expected it to pump. <laughs> 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 kind of expected to hit that pump and it, I don't know, tighten up the shoe. Hey, nah, me too. Yeah, like no, nah, it was it was it was just to look cool, bro. Yeah, I barely, I barely really like, dodged the bullet. What about the Insta that pump? One. What about the Insta pump where you just got a can of? It's air? like I got this because I remember kids how cool it was, blah blah. blah and I do this and it nothing. It was like, just to, it's like y'all got air, we got pump. I mean, it's it, it was just like, oh, thank God, I'd have been, ooh, yeah. Been upset. I've been upset. So what? Have you seen the new Lucas yet? The Luca twos. I guess that's what we're we're talking yeah. about. The new Luca twos. Now see, I saw the first ones, which yeah. are black, and it's like hard to see what yeah. they are. And then I saw the second ones, which I'm waiting for the third one because the second one just, just was a little too much. Too black and green, baby. A little too Africa for you. Dude, I wasn't okay, gonna so, say uh, that. So what's the? Old, hey, I was gonna I say. I was thinking Mother Kenya as soon as I saw. Uh, Okay, so I looked up. I looked up oh, all, the, all five, the five, all five yeah. of them. Uh-huh. Are you? Refer- I'm guessing you're referring to the. I, I'm I think talking those about the, 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 the Y54s. Y54s. Yeah. 
Dude, those things are dope. I like those. I want the Quad 54s. What was, the, what was those clothing brand that was? It, it reminds me of? Oh, they kind of look like... From the 90s. Like Gucci. No. Oh, wait. What? Carl Kanai? No. Fight the power, like uh, oh, cross colors, cross colors. <laughs> I like the cross color oh, Nikes. Shit. I hadn't thought about I'm cross bringing, colors, oh, man. I'm, now I got. See, I didn't think Africa. I thought cross colors overall. Which I mean, maybe, I don't know. Overall. I mean, kind of tomato, tomato hey, a little bit. But now I'm, I'm now we got to re-record the the, <laughs> int- the intro music to Living Single and dance to it, <laughs> interpretive dance to it. Yes. No more legs. More <laughs> legs. I need to see those feet moving, Blake. No, I, I like those. Those looked really. Yeah, good. they look good. Like I said, it was a little too. It was a little too cross colors for it. It looked like Luca has a version that I haven't seen yet, and I'm like, I want those ones. It looked like the galaxy or something. They're all. They're like called the, nebulas. Okay, I like those. Those. those I haven't seen all the colorways. About to look them up though. Yeah, the nebulas. Uh, the ones, the ones I saw that I liked a lot were called Matadors. Okay. Uh, they're like a kind of a lightish green. Oh, all right. I saw the bluish light yeah. green. What yeah. didn't he have a Matador that last year that was like just all red? Wasn't that? Yeah, a there was a, a red one with a bunch of like color, uh, kind of trim. Well, I didn't buy the Luca ones. I, I'm know. still got. I've got to buy them before I can buy the twos. Yeah. Now I found some that are on super discount like right them. now, but. I'm, I still want my one color. That well, I'm I didn't buy the Luca twos this week because the Jordan twos came out in short and like the low top baby blue ones. You know the ones I've been trying to get for years. Oh yeah, yeah. The North Carolina color. These ones they don't have the navy on the bottom, but I didn't care. I wanted them, so I finally got just white. My bottom? first pair of Jordan twos. Clap for me, bitch. No, white, <laughs> white bottom. Uh, yes, white bottom. I, yeah, if they were gum bottom, that'd be fire. But, that'd be dope. Yeah, but you know we can dream. We can dream. I'm still trying to look this up. Y'all gonna have to carry this. I'm gonna look for. I, I think that's a rap play, boy. Yeah, I love. I, yeah, I I can say they've also. I I actually graded the ones I did look at. Uh, I think the worst ones, honestly, they have one called Lake Bled. Oh, is that the ones that like have like the flesh color looking? It, they're like, very nah. weird looking. I'm not a fan. Nah, like okay, it. here we go. Sports Skeeter. 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 Skeeters. All right. Let's see. Uh, yep. Nope. Black ones, okay, we got the da, 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 da. the Matador. I would have gone with some sort of minty thing. Lake Bled. Hmm. Be ugly. Uh, I'm going to get some saviors here. I was going to say, man, the, the Africans might be the best looking ones. They are. Cross colors, yes. dog. I will wear it with the Kenyan flag. <laughs> Dope. When are you going to stop wasting your life? (laughs) 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 All right. Inside joke to close it out. We'll be back next week. We're going to have a lot more sports and stuff. It's the dog days of summer. Off the benches out. Smell you later. Peace.